guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 46. Okay, Lauren, I just heard the most bizarre news story coming over here, like to record this on the radio. What? You're going to die. I'm going to tell you in just a minute. Okay. Right. Before I do, let me just take a moment to welcome everybody. Thanks for being here with us. If you don't mind and you enjoy the show, please go um, leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. We would really appreciate it. And then also make sure you are subscribing so you are here for all of our new content. Um, and then as always, you can find us on Instagram mainly. Yes. <laughs> at the Mom Voice Podcast. Okay. We are going to jump in to, well, let me give you the breakdown of yeah. what we're doing on give this us episode. Okay. We have some news stories really that just like have to be talked about. Yes. Um, like I said, I heard a super bizarre one and I'm dying to tell Lauren about it. She has not heard this one yet. So. I'm keeping it fresh. Yeah, I'm dying here. And then um, one of the news stories actually has to do heartbreakingly with a mother here in Arizona um, who recently, um, I hate to even say this, but killed her three children. Yes. Um, A young mom, 22 years old, and it got me to thinking about baby blues and postpartum depression and like all those things. And so... This episode, we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about that too, yeah. like warning signs, what to look for, who experiences it, that type of thing. And then um, as always, we're going to wrap up with our hits and misses of the week. Perfect. Okay. But before we get started, Lauren has a little, um, not announcement, yeah. but- Oh, I know. We were talking about this. We just had a fun idea that we wanted to have a segment and episode on- our most mortifying mom moments. Yes. And so we want you guys to write in and share just some moments that like we all have them and some of them might be more recent than others, but I, we all have had just some terrifying, horrible, embarrassing, just embarrassing moment you wish you could erase from your memory, but you oh can't. I mean, probably child related, maybe not. I don't know. But just if you want or would please share, you can DM us. Yeah. We'll probably put on Instagram and mention this and you know have us some reminders throughout the week yeah but dm us yeah. um write us you, it will for sure be anonymous when yeah we tell absolutely it. Yeah. right we do not need to mention you anything about you but we just kind of want to share in some laughs yeah. in some and maybe you can laugh at yourself when you know it's totally anonymous yeah. and every mom can probably relate yeah. to these crazy we, things we will take them to the grave we promise yes. but yes. we just thought like oh my gosh how hilarious if we could all just like we have them personally. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. And it would just be kind of a fun, yeah. um, just a fun, a you fun know, week. yeah, a total cool episode just to kind of laugh at ourselves and just think of the crazy things we deal with. Yes. If it's poop or throw up or hormones periods. or periods, all the things. It's just nightmares and just things that we've all experienced. All so the things. When you so, wigged out at your husband. Yes. Threw a plate against the wall. Right. Or and, you know. Whatever. Oh, totally. Oh In the middle of the grocery store. Like, who yeah. even knows? Yeah. 100%. So please share. I mean, that's... That's just an invitation to you. We would love to spice up our episode with your story, so please share. Yeah, 100%. So if you have one and you're thinking of it right now, press pause, jump over to Instagram, DM us yes. the story, and then come back and listen yeah. to the rest. And again, we okay. promise completely anonymous and Absolutely. Um, it would be a good time. So yeah, thanks. 100%. Okay. Um, tell me what you were going to tell me about the SAG Awards. Oh, yeah. I was asking you if you had seen the whole Jen, Jen Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, and Brad Pitt encounter at the SAG Awards. No. It's kind of all the rage on just like different like media sites and Instagram, but like it was just this like, okay, let's just like reel back a few years. 
Not a few. Okay, a long time. I guess what? Yeah, I know. Crazy. Been 20 years. I remember the day the news dropped that they were getting divorced. Oh, me too. They were Hollywood's golden couple. And I was legit like sad. Yeah. So depressed. Like I was like, no. No, I know where I was. I was in Best Buy when my mom like came and told me she saw the um, magazine at the check stand. Oh my gosh. What? (laughs) Angelina who? What? It's like I can remember where I was. I I should because I just remember reading and buying all the magazines and just being so depressed about it. Being like, no. And I mean, I will admit there was something kind of like exotic, mysterious, exciting about him and Angelina. But no. Brad and Jen were just iconic. And I was so sad when that day came. So... Anyways, SAG Awards were aired last week, and they both won for Best Actor and Actress, um, I think Supporting Actor and Actress. I know what he was in. What was she in? She was in The Morning Show. It's this new Apple TV show with Reese Witherspoon, Mm -hmm. and so she's been getting a lot of raves on that. And so they both won, and it just well first starts off with like he got his award first, so then she got her award, and she was just like so over the moon, just so just shocked and delighted and he it shows him people had recorded and got pictures of him just going backstage and then seeing it was her and he stopped and he just stared and watched her speech no and way. just like smiled and chuckled and was just like yes you know jen and so then she came off the stage and there's this picture where he grabs her wrist and like she turns around and looks at him and it's like this frozen frozen caption of him just grabbing her arm and they're both smiling and laughing and then she goes over and hugs him and it was just like this moment we all wanted and all needed and now i'm just like please please they're all they're both single again oh my gosh i don't know did she ever marry justin she married him they're both divorced now yeah. I mean, weirder things have happened. I don't know. Oh, my god! They're gosh. just both so dreamy. So Can it was just imagine? precious. Like, you need to go see it. Like, again, because I loved them so much. It was just like, oh. The closure you yeah, needed. Yeah, everyone was just dying over it. And, I mean, it's so exciting that they both won because they're, they're so famous and so yeah, popular they were but yet but yet they they're not there's not many act, no you know they don't, don't get many statues awards or anything no. i cannot get over brad pitt one out of all his like beautiful victories and moments and movies all is awesome for once upon a time in Hollywood. he was awesome in that movie. he was but his role was just so like he was dirty and he was weird and i thought he was so good i yeah but man legends of the fall i know fight club seven all these crazy I films know. he's been in and he's so good and I, it's but, hard to beat hot brad let's get yes, real i know like I fight know. club brad is brad oh my gosh <laughs> brad he'll he'll live on for me oh, and infamy but Okay, <laughs> anyways, yeah. No, t- tell me this crazy story, though. I'm dying okay. to hear. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to actually pull up the news article just to make sure I get it right. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, here. Are you ready? Are you ready for the headline? Yeah. Dad kills coyote with bare hands after it attacks his child in New Hampshire. Girl, Listen to this story. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was dying. This dad of three, three, and so they have three children. Him and his wife are walking in a park in they New Hampshire. They have coyotes in New Hampshire? Well, we have them in Arizona. Who yeah, in that? Arizona because we're a desert. They're a desert dog. That's are what they, they are. New Hampshire's like all plush and green. That's well, shocking. They have an angry, now dead coyote. Okay, Let me just okay. Tell keep you. going. Keep going. So turns out, this dog had already bitten a woman and like tried and like hit a vehicle or something. He was like crazy. Apparently he goes up to his son, 
like bites on his coat and the dad kicks him really hard in the face and is able to get on top of him and for five minutes chokes him out with his knee in his like throat of the coyote. Oh my god. And gosh. like chokes him down for five minutes and kills the freaking coyote bare handed. That's bad crazy ass right there and this is like not a like ufc looking dad this is like your i'm a coder i'm an it dad you know what i mean yeah yeah. i was dying i'm like wait a minute what and then the question goes huh would my husband well see okay that's the thing Uh, just crazy enough because as you said it like not that that wasn't shocking that like i was really building up like crazy things in my mind but straight up i like could see george doing something yeah but your george is like next level wilderness no i know he is a wilderness man but like i could see the adrenaline in him if it was a threat to a kid like he would a, a coyote like a wolf next level they're big and they're way more like ferocious but a coyote like i feel like we've had enough experiences with coyotes here that if need be, he could do something crazy like that. Oh my gosh. But I know that is like nuts. Good for him. That dad. Wow. That's I was like dying. That's crazy. I'm like, um, I need, I need Jeremy to listen to this. Yeah. Oh I my gosh. I need him to like evaluate where I, he's at in his life. I, th- that's and like, cr- that's- if he needs to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, babe. I love you. Oh my goodness. But I was that's like, crazy. Well, and they were interviewing him and he's like, I don't know. You're like fight or flight mentality just kind of kicks in. And, yeah. And my child, he was like biting at my child. Like, of course I had to take him down and blah, yeah. blah. I was yeah. like. Wow. Wow. I literally did a proverbial double take oh when my I gosh. heard that on the right, radio. Right, right, right. Dying. <laughs> I am dying. Good That's job, Dad. crazy. Yeah, good job, okay. Dad. Um, okay, well, the next news story of the week, which is horrible. Again, I just hate even talking about this on our fun show here. I know. But um, I feel like there's been cases throughout my lifetime where we've kind of heard of the same thing. Yeah. There was one really popular one in Texas years ago. I think her name was Andrea something. Andrea Yates, maybe. Do you remember that name? Oh, I don't, Yates, kind of. baby. She yes, was the Yates. one who drowned them, I yes, think. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, I think she was like a really famous one. I, for some reason, I'm associating that to this story. Anyway, okay, so um, two days ago here in Arizona, the news broke early in the morning that a mother, 22 years old, had... Um, ended the life of her three children and they were three years old and younger. So there was a three-year-old boy and then um, two girls under that with the youngest being seven months, I think. So sad. So sad. Um, I was following this like first thing, like I, again, I'm, I'm clearly getting old. I listen to like news radio, like all day long. It's horrible. No, that is no but no. I can tell I'm getting old. Trust me. And I heard it like first thing when I was headed to work in the morning and then they didn't know a lot of details. And as the day progressed, like more and more kept coming out. She had just moved from Oklahoma, um, here to Arizona. So probably alone, didn't have a lot of family. Um, I was just telling you three kids at 22. Oh, I can't even. Right. Like, that's I and I'm like oh my gosh I'm not justifying it at all but I literally think to myself like how how yes like how could back to back pregnancies oh my gosh dealing with yeah three three littles and so you literally have to think to yourself or or maybe you have to hope like it has to be mental illness right like for a mother to be able to do that to her children like don't you think it has to be 
like has to be mentally illness. Oh, absolutely. Now, I mean, these are things, these are behaviors and thoughts that are beyond, you know, just normal comprehension. Like you just can't fathom that. And especially a woman, your natural love and instinct and mother instinct, mothering, you know, yeah, like protectiveness. So for those extreme opposites to come in, it has to be a like, mental breakdown literally a hundred percent and so I was um when I was listening to the news they mentioned this thing that I had never heard of before and it's called um postpartum depression psychosis have you ever heard of that no not till you had mentioned it okay psychosis. psychosis yeah so that is like an extreme case of postpartum depression and that's where they start having like psychotic episodes so hallucinate like hallucinating voices are telling them things crazy mood swings like bipolar behavior um, but it comes a week after they give birth like it's very like onset due to their delivery it's crazy right. and so it makes me think of the story I kind of mentioned to you before kind of a similar story, but it was um, even suicide. This mother of Mm. five in Utah, this was like three or four years ago, um, Emily Cook, I don't know how you say this, Dykes, Dykes, um, she had had a panic attack. And so her father-in-law took her on a drive, like out of the home and away from the kids for a little bit to calm down. And she just on the interstate, opened the car door, jumped out and jumped right in front of a semi. Oh and gosh. so and died. Oh. And again, you can have and this was about a year after her last child, right. having five kids. Clearly she was in a state of postpartum depression. Right. And the husband has since, you know, come forward and said she had been struggling, but never like thought it could be right. like this. That severe. And right. um and yeah, and he has like very much made an effort to like bring awareness to this subject because, you know, people think, oh, you know, they're just having a hard time adjusting. But like you said, it's, it's, we're talking a next level. There's right. like an extremeness here that is so, so scary. Right. hundred percent. So I think I wanted to say, uh, well, but it goes into that. Almost all of the cases that I was able to research where the mom has committed like this act they have classified them, almost all of them, as having this postpartum psychosis. Yes. Um, and it's a very, very rare, like, you know, segment of the right. women who have it. And I think you're kind of genetically loaded for the ones who do. And a lot of them are drug users. And there's other things that go into it yeah, that kind of contribute, you yeah, know. Yeah. And even the mother here in Arizona, they found out like she was a drug user or had been in the past. Right. And by drugs, I mean like illegal meth and things Extreme, like that, cocaine, yeah. things like that. Um, so I think there's like other factors that amplify the postpartum behavior and like the mood swings and all the crazy stuff, which can lead to this. But I a hundred percent, like with what your story just said, I kind of felt like, oh my gosh, I feel like we need to do our little part to bring awareness to just like postpartum and baby blues and what it is. And if you're a new mom, kind of the signs and the symptoms and like how it can come on like so quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really can. Did you have baby blues? I don't remember, honestly. I I feel like I did after my first. That's right. I think Tristan, I had... I. 
it was definitely just baby blues. I'd never oh, yeah. gotten to no, a no, stage no. of postpartum. Right. But I remember the first few weeks of just adjusting. And I do think this is mostly common, fairly common. Most of us do this. 100%. And I think we don't kind of step back and just recognize it and kind of give us that grace period. We're like thinking, let's dive into it, be a perfect mom already. But I think it's just the adjusting. I remember like I dreaded the nights because the nights are so hard lonely. like in lonely and yeah. up every hour and exhausting and it was dark and it's just like I remember those first few months like dreading the nighttime like you know you're just recovering you're exhausted and every time the like you know sun started to set I was like no not again I, I just I just I remember and I can vividly remember like in the first month it might even been the first two to three weeks I think like my mom had brought us dinner and I just remember sitting there and just crying for no reason you know what I mean and being like you know, and I remember my mom saying, totally. I know sometimes you think like, what did I just do? I just changed my whole life. Like, why, why did I do this? Like, what am I going to, how do I do this? But it's normal and it's it just gradual so and you phase out of it and it gets easier and just, you know, take it in stride. I mean, easier 100%. said than done, but yeah, 100%. you try. Um, and yes, you just described it perfectly, but the symptoms for baby blues, and it usually comes on a few days after baby's born, and it usually only lasts for a couple weeks, maybe three, um, kind of when you get your feet wet and yeah. figure out what's oh, going yeah, on. Oh yeah, survival mode. Yeah, but essentially like the main symptoms, if you kind of find yourself in these, is like mood swings. So yeah. you'll be like elated and in love with baby, and then you'll go to feeling like sad and overwhelmed and, you know, just having like crazy mood swings. And then having anxiety, which you just described about yeah. nighttime, like, yeah. oh, not again. I don't want to do oh, it again. Totally. Like anticipation, totally. anxiety, um, sadness, obviously, irritability. And let's be real. That's all the hormones raging oh, through your gosh, body. Yes. <laughs> I think post baby hormones are the worst. It's a trip. And it gets worse with each child. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, another symptom is just feeling overwhelmed and crying, like you said. Yeah. Um, reduced concentration and appetite problems. And they said you can either not be eating enough or yeah. overeating to overeating. like compensate yeah. like emotionally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've never thought of myself as having baby blues, but with my first Kate, I can remember like the first couple of weeks. Well, mine was very much brought on by like breast breastfeeding and yeah, not right. getting it right. and being so frustrated and just crying my eyes out and it hurt and all the things. And she was not a very, um, she wasn't a natural sleeper. I, I've kind of talked about this, but like I did not read one sleeping parenting book prior to giving birth. Like Kate, I did not prepare for at all. I think I kind of went into it like, I'll just know what to do. Like, what, I, and I know? think most of us did, right? which is crazy. Yeah. And, and then I kind of, it was like day after day of her not sleeping. Or I remember more her wanting to be held all the time. Like me yep. never getting a moment alone or like trying to vacuum, but I was having to like wear her, you know? And yep. over time, like my husband worked really long hours. I had just quit my job. I was feeling like so alone. And over time, it just became like, 
oh my gosh, like too much. And that's when I did start like seeking help in the form of like, there's got to be answers out there. Like I've got to figure this out. You know what I mean? And so I literally started reading like all the books, but I, I just wanted to say like, I think it's so normal for every mom. Yes. Especially every first time. I think, yeah. And I think first time because the second go and third go, like it wasn't nearly that bad and you kind of know what you're doing and you know what to expect. Yeah. But when you don't know what to expect and it's your first time, you're just kind of like winging it and you're just, and there's so much hormones and pain and tiredness that go with it that it's just hard, so hard to process And not to mention like, and I'm sorry, this is going to be like the vainness in me coming out, but I've, I've said on many episodes before, I gained a lot of weight with my first child, Yeah, my 65 pounds with Kate. And I can remember after having her just feeling so out of place in my body. Yeah. Like I didn't have a baby inside of me anymore, yet I'm left with 40, 45 extra pounds here, like, and feeling like so like in like, well, I kind of, instead of getting like super sad about it, it more motivated me to like kick it into gear. But, but I definitely oh, just felt like out of place. Like it yeah. was a weird feeling, yeah. like not in yeah. my body. Uh-huh. It's different when you have a baby in there, right? Because right. you're like, oh, you I'm feeding the baby all. Yes. all of it. But then it's like all of a sudden baby comes out and it's like you have to deal. And it's like, oh my gosh. So there's just so many things that go into it, you know? Um, so Postpartum. I mean, what do you know about postpartum? Have you, you've never really experienced it? Uh, no, I never have. I've had one sister experience it. And I mean, honestly, not many friends that I know closely. I like kind of knew of some situations, but nothing like I really experienced with a friend, close right. friend. But yeah, I just, I know that it's like definitely more extreme and more depression involved and day to day. And then, um, yeah. Where it's almost like I think there's some resentment towards baby mm-hmm. and like it's hard to help the baby and you're feeling so down. I mean, I yeah. guess you tell me. Yeah. No, well, I went to reading about it and I was like curious how how common it is. I wasn't really sure on how common. Again, kind of like you, I've, I've never had postpartum. Um, I've shared in past episodes I had really bad like depression in my teens that I got treatment for and everything. And so my mom was always really high on high alert throughout all my pregnancies (laughs) because you have a very high likelihood to get it if, if you've had like, well, you know, like depression in the past. And so I, my mom was always like checking in or I I knew she was kind of watching, you know, but thankfully I never really had it pop up again. But, um, yeah, it says, um, approximately 70 to 80% of women will experience baby blues. Mm -hmm. So that's a stat for you. Um, and then it says that clinical postpartum among new mothers is between 10 and 20%. So, um, I didn't find the stat for like, not your first child, like yeah, that's right, new moms, right. but it, it equates to about 600,000 cases in the U.S. Wow. per year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely happening out there. And then when you get to like the psychosis 
thing I was talking about, it's super rare and it's like not even worth talking about here because I think you have to have a whole lot of things going on. It's literally like the 1%. Yeah, more Um, extreme. Yeah, exactly. But some things like postpartum, I just wanted to say if you have like a friend or a family member or yourself even who's um, in pregnant or getting pregnant or whatever, things to kind of watch for um, and just kind of be on alert are excessive crying and like we said like severe mood swings so one minute they're happy one minute they don't want to talk to you they're not texting you back like that type of thing um like you said difficulty bonding with the baby yeah um they don't feel like that instant connection it's a lot harder for them um a huge one which is common across like all depression is withdrawing from family and friends yeah and I think this is a huge indicator and it's one that can easily be picked up on if people are paying attention. So if you find that your friend, sister, whatever, or yourself, even you're starting to like withdraw and be like, no, I don't want to go meet for lunch or no, I don't want them to come over or no, I don't want to see her today. Like you need to pick up on those signs and force yourself or raise your hand and say, Oh, something might be going on here. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, The other thing is like sleeping. You either can't sleep or you're sleeping too much. Okay. And people with depression know this. They're the sleeping is crazy. And like when I was going through mine, it was too much. I just wanted to be asleep like all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And then you just have like an overwhelming fear or overwhelming feeling of like hopelessness and and things like that. So it's like all of your common depression symptoms. It's just on top of having the baby. And then you add in a huge responsibility. You add in like the bonding and all of that stuff. So I guess just kind of wanted to put it out there like if you know you're a friend or a sister like I said just kind of be on the lookout and know that everybody's susceptible to this all women it's there's no like you know list of symptoms or things you've had in the past or genetics or anything like that like from what I understand and what I read like it's got to do with hormones going on it's got to do with like different emotional issues you're dealing with from um, anxiety to, you know, feeling less attractive to maybe you're finding your new normal with your spouse or your spouse is not around enough and you have resentment towards him. Oh or, there's oh, just a so whole lot things. of things there's going so on. There's so many things. Yeah. It's like a whole complex thing that you can't really pin down. But, um, yeah, just wanted to say to anybody who might be going through it and is hearing this right now, yes. there is just absolutely no shame with getting help like at all. I like I said, I'm a huge advocate for mental health and the whole profession. Um, I just think like it, it just makes me so sad when I see somebody who struggles with it for a really long time. I just want to say like there's help and there's right. resources. There's tools, yes. There are. And go get them. Like why I'm living proof that you can have a good life. No, I post depression. I, I know my sister um it, with her postpartum, she she got on some medicine and it helped her, right? You know, and like you do have such a huge responsibility, and there's so much, you know, really expected yeah. out of you. And on top of that, managing all of it, you need what you the help you right. can get. But when you change your thinking of, okay, I'm I'm just flawed, or I'm not enough, or I can change it, I can overcome this, right? Because sometimes 
no matter how bad you want it, you can't do it by yourself. It's literally a chemical thing sometimes. And like, it's like trying to say like, you want to lose weight when your thyroid doesn't work. Right. Like there's no way you're going to lose weight when you don't have a thyroid working. Yeah. You're up against the wall for sure. Like, and sometimes you just have to adjust those chemicals a little bit and it's not forever. They can replenish and get normal again and you're good to go. So, um, anyway, we love you all, and we know it's a very real thing. Looking back on those early years now, oh yeah, I'm just oh, I, like we haven't had a friend today. Yeah, who, we were just talking about this. Oh subject. my gosh, I mean, not about postpartum, but just feeling like overwhelmed and just in the thick of it, and just saying to her like, "This too shall pass." Really? <laughs> no, I mean, I were yeah, we were just saying. I I feel like. When you're in the thick of it and you just have a bunch of little ones or two to three at home, two in diapers, like whatever it may be, it's like almost a survival every single day. 100%. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom and not have that extra responsibility of job or whatnot. So my primary focus was the kids. But, and, you know, not everyone's that situation. But, I mean, it was just like taking the little small victories each day and like... And just like, oh my gosh, it's nap time. They're all sleeping at once, like a small miracle. I have to mop and do the dishes, but I'm just going to lay on the couch and watch my show. Like yeah, you, you almost like just have to reward yourself those little moments because it's like, they're just, they're, they're constant and it's every day and you yeah. feel like you're drowning yeah. and you just want to stay on top of it. And when you just have those little victories and if it's friends getting out and being with friends yeah. and having a play date and wearing the kids out and just having other moms to talk to, 100%. that's like huge and so important. And so is getting a Diet Coke. Yes. <laughs> and go to that drive-thru and treat yourself. Oh my gosh. How many drive throughs did we go through in the early years? Oh my gosh. I just remember it was like the highlight of my day to get in the car. Yes. Everyone was strapped down. Yes. No one could be touching, grabbing yelling at me or each other and I could go get what I wanted like oh I gosh. like it 100%. was I lived for that and tell me be honest would you drive two miles out of the way to go to a drive-thru to get a diet coke oh of course 100%. no I remember too just because it would be like I remember at the time like it's kind of really before like the Amazon really kicked in I mean Amazon's been around but before I really got into like right. online shopping uh for me it was these consignment like pages I'd be on and you know we were your money is tighter than two and I would just really be on a budget and I would like find something I wanted and I would drive 25 30 minutes to go pick it up for half the price just to be in the car and kids like oh I did that all the time or new like toys for the kids or new you know oh new used Nikes for this one or whatever whatever it was but I remember that was like my thing when they were little and I just did all the time and I would just drive around oh yeah and it probably like by the time all the gas money was spent probably didn't save me much money but it was like the principle and it like kept me sane and we got out and I like love that. percent. There is something about the car in the yeah. early days. There's right. something when about car seats getting like, and then when they go to sleep, they fall asleep in the oh car. Oh my gosh, it's like we're driving freedom. around. Till it's that like baby freedom. Wakes up. Oh, yeah. totally. You're like, I will get a burrito in the drive-through line and eat it in the car. Yeah. 
you're my just gosh. like, oh, just I just would do such crazy things in those. I'm trying to th- because my Kate, she was like such a sensitive sleeper in the car seat and she would never transfer. I can remember she would kind of wake up when I would take my foot off the gas. Like oh. if she didn't hear like the engine, you know? Oh my gosh. So like at the stoplights, like, I would put it in neutral and like rev my car the oh whole time. Oh my gosh. Sarah, <laughs> you sleeping guru would be so ashamed of you. Who this were you be- then? This was before. Who were you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This was before sleep training, but I'm just like thinking back to all the crazy things I did to get my child to sleep back then. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Yeah. Or just like crawling, literally crawling out of the bedroom. Yeah. Army crawling so they wouldn't see nor hear you. And oh you're just gosh. like, please don't yeah. wake up. Oh my gosh. We've all done it. Oh it's it's just so. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. There's a better way, people. There is. It's there called is. Baby Wise. <laughs> Not a no. We live uh, and learn. Yeah. We lived and yeah, learned. It's so true okay well let's um get going on our hits and misses for the for the episode what was your hit of the week my hit is I have not had like a piece of bread or a piece of like dessert sugar like sugary dessert sweet for two weeks and I just almost didn't know I had this in me yeah I really like shocked I'm impressed (laughs) Sarah and I are both doing a really healthy regimen since the new year and we're motivating each other yeah and it's felt really good and I finally can like really step back and recognize wow we like we're doing this and having to learn that carbs and sugar are the devil are the devil let's be real dang it and the devil is good the devil tastes good I so good oh like I know I like was literally making peanut butter and jelly for like just I know. school lunches today. And I'm just like, I know mm. I just took, I took I know. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for granted. I love them oh so much. I love them too. And my husband gets like grossed out. Oh, I, oh, one. I love them too. Yeah. yeah. Like I know you eat them all the time and I could too. Like I could eat them for lunch every day. Like oh I just, gosh. on a good piece of bread, like I love it. Oh, but, can we just sit and talk about carbs and sugar? It's I just know. like the best thing ever. It, but I know we're not doing this for long. We're literally just doing like a quick trying to reset our bodies yeah, reset a little our bit metabolisms and we're we're doing it and we're feeling good and so yeah getting we've some had, results we've yeah. had to talk each other down a little yeah. bit yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> she's rolling her eyes don't do she's it like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put the bread down hundred percent um, okay well my hit of the week um and i will call this like a legit hit because i've always wanted one but i noticed this week for the first time my luke who's gonna be three in april he is an imaginative player yes you were talking about this yeah have i talked about it on here no no you were telling me oh i was telling you i'm excited about this it's been like really noticeable this week like for hours lauren hours he will just like have like a spider-man and an iron man and they're playing and they're in scenes and like he's moving from spot to spot and like he's just in his head like making up these stories and these he's talking with them and oh fighting and blah 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 and it's just the best thing ever yeah it's adorable it's adorable but like and then it's like so it entertains yes appreciated i'm just like why did my other two not do this right and i know how did this happen yeah i try to think like why some are more prone to than than others and i don't know i do think being a third child like i think like they've learned to like kind of almost fend for themselves, themselves, like manage themselves and deal. And like, and so, I mean, it's funny, my Caleb being the youngest 
it, it today actually I, I, honestly he was kind of doing some like building and playing and making garages and houses I don't really it's very rare that I hear him making them talk and right. like inter, like interact with each other right. but once in a while yeah he is probably more so than any of my others yeah. and it's pretty mild but that is yeah. so great that Luke is doing oh that my gosh. like and I'm, it's so sweet to see I'm so like in love with it and it's and like yes free entertainment like just go for it you have oh so many gosh. toys go well, play with the day toys I know and so I think I've talked about this before but my middle child Landon he's gotten into Legos lately yeah right and um Luke started playing with his leg like the already built ones like the cars he started playing with the Legos like two days ago and so I was like Lukey you want to go get some Legos for for Lukey and he was like so excited oh and so they make those Duplo yeah like the Vega runs you know? yeah yeah and so he I'm not Lauren I like mind blown that a two and a half year old can play like this he sat and worked on that Duplo. I'm not kidding for two hours this afternoon. That is so I'm not kidding. And I'm literally saying this in like shock and awe. I, I don't know what has happened, what stars have aligned. Maybe it's God having mercy on me because my husband's out of town this week. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm just like, holy crap, what's going on? That is so awesome. I know. I love that. Whereas I look at my, my nieces and nephews on one side they're all imaginative players. Right, right. Like all of them. Really? And I, uh, most of them, yeah. And I can remember always looking at them and being like, how do I do that? How do I get those kids? And I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just like, yeah, their nature, more of like their creative side. I don't know. I don't know. Super interesting. Okay, well, enough said there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. What is your miss of the week? My miss, I feel like, is kind of just my kids and their, like, I guess I hate to say this, but like kind of their teeth. Like I just feel like their what? Their teeth. Like teeth. I just feel okay. like we yeah. are so off our game with like our brushing and our flossing. Yeah. And like I know that I was not like the prime example of like every night getting in there and brushing their teeth right. really well. And you know, now they're of age that they can be doing it themselves. Yeah. And we are not consistent enough. And it's not twice a day like it mm-hmm. should be. And I just feel like I'm feeling on it and when they get these adult teeth in now that the older three have all lost a few teeth right it's funny like they like color they almost yellow differently yeah and I've heard that the the baby teeth are called like milk teeth they're just naturally whiter than like adult teeth they have like this sheen to them yes like this like you could have probably never brushed don't brush your teeth for a month and they look the exact same whereas I feel like with these like adult teeth creeping in it's like you miss a night and it's like not nice the next day I'm like honey we got to be brushing and now I'm like let me get in there and scrub violent yes and I'm just like dang we've got to be better on this so I actually finally like booked up there I checked got their checkups booked and like we need to go just get a good deep clean and check them out but I'm just like dang like I thought like coasting through and they just like pick it up but they're just like not being consistent enough and I know that sounds like so terrible and so gross and we know so many dentists and they're probably like shaking their heads at me oh my gosh but it's like we've got to up our game I think it's like every mom is nodding like yep yeah, oh, me too. Me too. Hundred percent. Like, 
No, and I so, know. Anyways, well, I don't know. tell me this: Do you use like electrical or manual? Manual. Yeah, we have brought, we have bought electrical mm-hmm. ones. Like, yeah, over time, and like I don't know, they like were there, and the batteries died, and then they're gross, and I throw yeah. them away. So it's right. like, but yeah, hundred so. percent. I know we just do like the manual thing too, and I know I wish she would just like take initiative with it, but it's right. like I do have to remind her, and yeah. she'll do it when I remind her. But it's like. Uh, yeah, it's I don't even know if they're getting the job done. Like, I feel I like now I'm like, okay, I really need to be like on it. Every what night do you think them. about putting it in the shower and just keeping oh, it in I've there? I've done it a few times in the shower. Well, yeah. I pass it to them in the shower yeah. and they're brushing. And I don't, I don't, I think that's great because no, but it's like, like making it part of your shower routine. Yeah, that's smart. Like, just like especially at, yeah, night times and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea because it's like guaranteed it's all how many times oh do gosh. I have to wipe the freaking toothpaste off the sink I know. where half the tube is in the sink and I just want to rage and yeah. every day and I just scrub the sink like the day before oh and gosh. it's just covered and gross with toothpaste again totally. or they get it like drip it down their dress shirt for yes. their shirt for the morning yes. or the dress and I'm just like really guys oh like come on so I'm like so over all that so like a shower is actually super smart well I'm going to share something totally disgusting yeah here, and I don't even care I don't even have shame because maybe it'll actually help somebody but I make my kids do all the spitting in the toilet oh they don't use the sink yeah no that's a good idea I'm like don't touch the toilet just spit, spit in the into the toilet because <laughs> yeah. the toilet gets disgusting anyway. Okay? Sure, sure, Let's be totally. Real. With a a four year old who pees and my who never flushes the freaking toilet, like I'm like, no, don't mess my sink up. Go spit in the in the yeah. Toilet. So yeah. they do it in the toilet. Oh my gosh, is that well, gross? That's, that's kind of no, gross. no. I don't think it's gross. That's smart. But I think like, that's great. I hope they don't. But I feel um, like my kids still have to rinse and stuff, so they're still like hanging over the sink. Oh, they so go I, spit in the toilet to the water. Like they'll come get the water in the sink and then they'll go yeah. spit it. In okay. The Okay, cool. And I'm like kind of mortified thinking they might go to someone's house one day and do that. Oh, no. Like, but no, why not? You're so right. But it's on their level. We have like high sinks. And so it kind of started out as like, well, just go spit in there. I can't lift you up right now. And then it just kind of stuck. So anyway. Okay. Well, my hit is what was my, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was a mess. Um, so a few, it was like last week. I don't remember what it was for. We had our fire pit on, um, outside and it's hooked to gas. Yes. And, um, I know first world problems, right? Like, Oh, complaining about your fire pit. But anyway, we left it on for approximately like three hours longer than we should. Like we had been using it. We went inside. And so are like the flames turned down, but the gas is still on or what does that mean? No, they were still on. The flames were on. I was just like distracted. We all came inside. People left and I was like, oh crap, I need to go turn it off. I turned it off. Um, I got my gas bill today um, $300 higher than it was last month. No. Dead serious line. No. Yes. For three hours at the fire pit? Well, extra hours. So maybe... Wait, what does that mean, extra? So you ran it for like six hours? Maybe we ran it for an hour and a half. So that was like four and a half hours, plus all of my normal... Yeah, it was a really But you're high telling bill. me to run your fire pit because it's on gas, and I don't even really know all that, but it's run. it costs almost 100 bucks an hour to run? I don't know. I'm telling you that's what it was. That's, Maybe it was other charges now that you're saying that. 
you maybe should I have other charges. Down. Look, maybe or maybe you did something else additionally, like extra, because that just sounds crazy. Maybe to me. I'm wondering if I didn't turn it off at all. Like if I didn't turn it down enough. Like yeah, all the maybe way it off. ran all night or something. Like or just like, like till I used it next. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because we've yeah. been using it a lot lately. So maybe, maybe I turn didn't it all actually the way shut off, it off, and it ran for two days until you turned it on again. Because I know it's not that expensive. No, no. it can't be. No one would have a fire pit if it was that much. Oh my gosh, you're so right. That's crazy to, like, though. But that's this. crazy though. Poor thing to pay three hundred extra bucks for what? Jeez. Oh, I was so beat down by it, and like so annoyed at those things. No, but my brain's like really turning now. I wonder if like. I need to put in some extra step to like make well, sure it's look off at, off. Or sometimes you can look at like the activity and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know how, I'm trying to even think. I know some houses don't even use gas. I'm trying to think we, oh right? Gosh, that, yeah, your water heater usually. Water heater uses yeah, gas. Okay. Typically. But maybe there's some way to show you something. Like look oh, at the bill again. Geez. Okay. That hurts my head. But anyway. I know. Okay. But just being like when you left your water on. Like, oh, totally. It's oh, annoying. Or a leak and you can't find Anything. the leak. Like we had a leak in our front yard under a pipe in the grass. Thankfully, it wasn't too far back. My husband had to dig it out. But if he would not have realized the grass was like slushy over there, oh. like that could have ran, that leak could have ran for days and days and days. We could have yeah. had hundreds of dollars bill. Like oh. it's extra. It's crazy. Send us your leak stories. I know. <laughs> no, it's crazy. In addition to your, um, what was it? What did we call it, Lauren? Oh, oh. mortifying, your mortifying mom, mom moments. moments. Yes. Yes. Share with us your mortifying moments. Like right in guys. We really right want to hear them. Right now. Yes. Stop the episode. Go DM us your mortifying moment. We want to hear them. Totally. And it will be anonymous. Okay. Um, we hope you guys all have an awesome week. We will be back with a new episode on Monday. And like I already mentioned, if you don't mind, go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen, especially on iTunes, if you don't mind. Um, and you can find us on social media at the mom voice podcast. We love chatting with you on there. And, um, any shout outs or love that you give us would be greatly appreciated yes absolutely as we're trying to grow our little community here all right guys um we hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next all right bye, bye. bye. <laughs>